amino acids and proteins module number six, isoelectric point and zwitter ions. Um, the isoelectric point is abbreviated PI, and that's what I'm going to call it, P, lowercase p, uppercase i. Uh, think of it as PH or POH. It's another term to add to that list, if you will. Uh, the PI is specifically the point on the pH scale where the molecule where a molecule exists in its neutral form. Neutral indicates the overall charge of the molecule. So the PI is not where the molecule has no charges anywhere, but rather all its charges in the molecule, all its internal charges, if you will, they balance out. And I'll, and I'll actually elaborate and actually refine this definition at the end of this module. There's an easier way to think about it, but I have to begin with this one. Um, so simplified, the PI is the pH value at which the molecule is neutral. So the PI is actually a point on the pH scale. It's not a separate, it's on the pH scale. Um, and again, this refers to net charge. Um, you already know all this. Okay. Um, how do you figure out the PI for amino acids? Now, we're going to talk a little bit about Zwitter ions to answer that question. Remember that Zwitter ions are really just hybrid molecules. It's a German term. Uh, Zwitter ion means there are non-zero charges on the groups, on the separate groups, but the overall charge. The net charge is zero. This is called a Zwitter ion. The most common example, or a very easy example, is an amino acid whose uh, amine group was protonated and whose carboxylic acid group was deprotonated. So when you protonate a group, what happens? Uh, when you protonate a neutral group, you get a positively charged group. When you deprotonate a group, you get a, a neutral group, you get a, a negatively charged group. And that's exactly what's happening. So this, so I'm telling you, consider an amino acid with an H3N or an NH3 plus, right? Because it has an extra H and an O minus, both on either side. Notice how the H3N or the NH3 plus is positively charged and the COO minus group is negatively charged. So these are both on opposing sides of the amino acid group on the N and C terminals. They themselves, though, are charged, but when you take into account the entire molecule, when you sum those charges together, the overall net charge is zero, and this is what is called a Zwitter ion. Again, charge, uh, non-zero charges on the groups, zero charge on the overall molecule. This is a Zwitter ion. Um, one thing, a uh, small thing to note, that in acids, Zwitter ions become positive, whereas in base, Zwitter ions become negative. You don't need to memorize this, just think about it. When you have a Zwitter ion, like the one I just told you about, NH3 on one side, COO minus on the other side. If you put that molecule into an acid, right, in a, where H plus is in abundance, obviously those H pluses will satisfy the O minus, right? They're attracted to the opposite charge. Similarly, if you put it into a base where OH minus groups, negatively charged hydroxyl groups are in abundance, those negative groups are going to satisfy the NH3 plus group by pulling off that extra H. So really the um, Zwitter ions match, uh, the overall charge of the Zwitter ion molecule matches the solution that it is placed in. If you put a Zwitter ion in an acid, it becomes positive because acids have a lot of positive and I already explained that. If you put it in basic or alkaline solutions where, you know, very negative, the overall molecule becomes overall negative. Um, so now I'm going to get, now I'm going to finish the module by talking about the refined definition of the isoelectric point. We said it's the pH at which the net charge is equal to zero. We can refine that to, it is the pH value or the point where the overall net charge changes. I'll say that again. It's the pH value where the overall net charge value of the molecule changes. So for example, if you have an overall positively charged net charge molecule, positively charged, 
after or above or below or whatever, when you cross the PI value, that, that molecule will have a net charge of negative, a negative net charge. Similarly, if you start with a net negative molecule, when you cross the PI value, the pH value known as PI, you will be, you'll end up with a net positively charged um, molecule. So really, the, the isoelectric point PI is the pH where we find is Witter ion. That's another way of thinking about it. The point itself is where the molecule is in its Zwitter ion form, right? If you are less than or above the PI, the PI value on the pH scale, if you are less than or above it, then you have some uh, non-zero net charged molecule. But at the PI molecule, at the PI value, you are, you are, you, the molecule is in its Zwitter ion form. So really, PI describes when we have a molecule in its Zwitter ion form. The last thing to talk about is how do we calculate the PI, the isoelectric point? It's very simple. All you do is take the average of the pKa's. That's all you have to do. So the pKa's of the separate groups you take the average of those. So you sum them all together and divide them by the number of groups you have. That is your isoelectric point. And I'll, let's you know, consider an example. For example, the, what I told you about the common Zwitter ion of an amino acid, where you have NH3 plus on one side, COO minus on the other side. You take the pKa's of the pKa of the amino group and the pKa of the carboxylic acid group, again, protonated and deprotonated, and you sum them together and you divide by two because there are two groups. Remember, do not, or do not forget that I'm saying the pKa values, not the Ka values. A lot of times you'll be, given the P, you'll be given the Ka values of the separate groups. You'll have to convert that to pKa. Obviously, you know how to do that through GenChem. Just do, do the negative log of the Ka, right? So if, you have, if you're given Ka, you just do negative log Ka1 plus negative log Ka2 all divided by two. And that's the same thing as averaging the pKa values. Um, of course, um, remember that it is the average of all the molecules functional groups. In other words, sometimes you'll run into molecules with more than two groups and you'll have to divide by three, right? The denominator change, and actually the numerator changes also, but you'll have to add on the, P, the, Ka, the pKa values of all the functional groups and divide by the number of groups. It doesn't need to just be two. Um, and so, yeah, that's it.